Welcome one and all to Vision on Sound here on Fab Radio International with me, Martin Holmes. The last few weeks do seem to have brought a lot of endings along with them, some of which have felt life-changing on a grand scale, others of which have been sad on a personal level for perhaps fewer people, and some of which simply involved something as inconsequential as a TV show which, whilst perhaps seeming insignificant or unimportant to many, do somehow feel very significant and extremely important to fans of a show that might have invested a great deal of their own lives in their characters, storylines and situations that something like a television show can bring into their lives. So, several weeks ago, in a Vision on Sound conversation that has been delayed a couple of times because of other events, some of which involved endings themselves, I was joined by Paul Chandler, the Shy Yeti and host of the Shy Life podcast, to have a bit of a chat about the endings of much-loved favourites. And because it was Paul, regular listeners will understand that the ending of one of his particular favourites, a certain long-running drama set in suburban Australia, was very much on his mind. But don't worry if you're not a fan of that show, because we talk about quite a lot of other stuff too over the next hour. So, without hanging around any longer, let's set our Faber Radio International time engines to head back to the outskirts of Erinsborough and see what became of those inhabitants of Ramsey Street. Hello, Paul. How the heck Hello. are you? Oh, I'm, I'm not too bad, not too bad, <laughs> considering. All <laughs> things being equal, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's nice to have you back. Again, as ever, when you and I get together, we, we tend to get a little bit more... We get a, a bit more psychological, a bit more philosophical, <laughs> a bit more... We start to scratch <laughs> beneath the surface, surface even, <laughs> of what <laughs> of what yeah. this thing called television is. So I was, I was kind of... Um, I was going to ask you a few questions today. But one of the things I was going to ask you was uh, about endings, because recently I know, specifically I know that uh, since we last spoke, I think when we last spoke, we were talking about the impending demise of Neighbours, and Neighbours has actually finished now. And, and how have you been walking around uh, with a black armband for several uh, uh, weeks? Uh, well, I think I thought I would be more, I thought I'd be, I think I was more upset mm. in the few weeks leading up to yes. it. Even reading articles yeah. and stuff, mm. but I know that I was sad of watching the last episode. It was they did say they wanted to make it a celebration, mm. and, and there was certainly a lot of it, it was it was almost t- too too good to be <laughs> crying your uh-huh. way through. If you know what I mean? I, you, I, I, you wanted to actually see what was happening, and, and you know, and I was very excited about Guy Pearce coming back. Did you find it moving? A moving experience? Then the... it was it was quite it was quite moving, and also. Because Guy Pearce came yeah. back, they focused on Jane and Mike's right. characters uh, having not seen each other for a long right. time, and, 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 and they did they did a, they did this. Thing well, I where went they off and made of... a time machine and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and shot some fifties well, uh, bad policemen and things. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they did this thing yeah. where, where because the the houses the houses were possibly being sold, oh, so right. she happened to have the keys, and she was able to take Mike back to the houses and he was able to kind of go oh, God, I remember I remember this mm. and 
did, did he did he did a, a pretty good impression of, of Madge yeah. and uh, um, but uh, yeah he was a he was he was obviously well, he's he's a good actor but he was the fact that he was in it all the way through and had been in the previous episode as well he didn't just come back for a quick cameo yeah. hit they. Uh, but did they but, did uh, they leave a, a window open for maybe reviving it at some point or is it I yeah, mean yeah, they didn't drop well, a bomb they, on they, the street and all the houses got flattened or anything like no, that no they well the producers still say that they just see it as being rested mm. anyway and and the the fine I think I don't think it's even the final final mm. results but you know how they do like the ratings mm. the day after then then with streaming and then with then a month after a month mm. well so I don't think they it's not been a month mm. yet but. Yeah, I think it got four million viewers, right. which beat every single episode of EastEnders right. that week, okay. and um, was more like about the third highest rating the Channel Five has ever got for anything. So um, it just does seem ridiculous that, uh, that they get a bit of a show that's that one of the highest rated shows, and was even on a bad day. So I suppose so. those that discuss these kind of things that put the spin on it will say, "Ah, well, it was a special event, and it wouldn't have been had it not been the last one, and all." Therefore, we can justify. Have you have you watched it more than once? Um, I watched. I went to, I went down to a friend's house. You watched it without the tears, is what I'm saying, as well as with the tears. I, I watched quite a lot of it, but sort of out of order with a with a, fr- a friend yeah. who seemed to be very interested in it, but hadn't actually watched anything other than clips mm. on YouTube. And I thought, oh, you could have watched the whole episode. Mm. So we ended up watching. But I, I was like, well, did you see the guy piece? Mm. Oh no, so we had to go. So we ended up watching the episode out of order, and my mum wanted to watch it with mm. me again so that I could sort of point out people who she may not have recognised mm. as well we haven't done that yet but, ah the cameos um, yes of course yeah there's quite a lot of those uh, does, and, does uh, Jim turn up in a bubble again <laughs> no I was disappointed about that I felt like they were building up to because he hadn't been referenced that much and they had been doing flash the week before or the week or two before they'd been mm. doing a, like a couple of flashbacks per episode mm. of characters that were, were long gone mm. and they hadn't done Jim so I thought well maybe Jim is going to be one of the, the people who comes mm. back as a ghost because they had talked about because mm. you did see Madge briefly, mm. and you, well, it was more briefly than I thought. Mm. I thought they were going to make more more of it, but I think an hour wasn't really no. long enough for us. They, uh, they, they, even though they'd, you know, had a, they were still doing sort of lots of plot lines. It wasn't like it; it was still moving along. I think they just had to speed things, mm. uh, what they wanted to achieve up. up. So, um, yeah, I mean, no, it's been left. You thought that everybody was moving away, and then everyone changed their mind and didn't move away. So. Mm. So everyone is still in Ramsey Street, yeah. except for like one or two characters. Right. But, so they're all they're uh, all there in TV heaven, just waiting to be resurrected yeah, and yeah. things. Yeah. So have you archived it for your personal archive? Do you have this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a copy because I don't know how to. Don't know how right. to do such things right. these days because I don't have a, a DVR um, or something. Yeah. I, yeah, I did mention to a friend of mine who sometimes, if I see something on YouTube and I say, "Can you get?" He he, he knows how to get mm. stuff off YouTube. To put it to, onto a DVD, and he's so I have. I did say to him at one point, "Would you be able to do me a disc of the last mm. few weeks of Neighbours?" But I don't know whether mm. he's forgotten about that or whether. But a lot of it is on on YouTube, so I'm sure I could remind him and say, "Look." And, and will there be a, a final year release or so? I mean, does it get released on DVD? No, no, it doesn't. But whether it, it will mm. because it did so well. It'll be like know. a free copy or Fallout of Neighbours magazine or something. <laughs> do you think I, Big I, Finish uh, will now pick up yeah, Neighbours as a, as a concept you know? <laughs> the wilderness years well, you're I in the wilderness I, years aren't you that's the thing we, you know Paul, yeah. Paul McGann will turn up in six months time <laughs> <laughs> I did I did um, suggest on a Neighbours forum that people took turns mm. writing 
like the synopsises and mm. keeping it going. And so people would say mm. it was a good idea, but I was a, I was a bit sort of don't know if I want to get yeah. involved in this. It's my idea, but I'd, I'm sure I could drive it. I suppose yeah. I, I could do it because I could, but I don't really want to be in charge of it because I've got enough of my own stuff and I've got my uh, my own ongoing soap operas that I. Well, I, I'm, I was going to ask you: Are you a fickle beast? Have you already replaced it in your affections with something else, or or, or, or is there a, is there a void in your life at the moment? Not not too mm. much because it's still home and away, and I'm beh- I was a bit behind right. on home and away, leading up to the end of Neighbours. So, uh, and I'm always aware with watching things on the Channel Five Hub that you've only got a month. So I'm always trying to keep an eye. What episode am I watching? How many more days? Uh, you know, I need to. I think I'm 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 about a week and a half ahead so, of it, of them catching up with me so I need to I'm about three two to three weeks behind so, so has it suddenly cleared um, a vast amount of space in your schedule and you, that isn't neighbours time uh, no. or are you just spending it on, on not, the websites not, now well not, yeah not too, I mean I don't I probably don't watch like hours mm. of TV a day anyway so I also get a bit fed up with if you're watching something on like the Channel 5 mm. website, having to watch the adverts, even that you know, even um, or having to get them let them go through, and then, then you're then you accidentally catch one of the tabs and and you've lost the pet, and you have to go back and watch the adverts again because you just mm. accidentally caught the tab and knocked it off mm. what you were watching. So, yeah, I don't think it's made a, a great a great deal of it hasn't done you any psychological harm, then you're not sitting there in any kind <laughs> of we don't have to sort of you know call the Samaritans or anything, you know, on your behalf. I mean, you aren't sitting there wailing and gnashing over your, your lack of names. Well, the nice, the nice thing is I had to, uh, uh, the day after mm. it finished, I had to do a live podcast right. as part of, of for mm. my show, as part of an annual podcasting festival for yep. a group of podcasts that I'm involved in. And I had been hoping to do it with mm. a co-host, but because of the train strikes mm. and stuff, I, I realised I wasn't mm. going to be with my other friend mm. with my friend to do that so i was going to be at home and i and i decided that uh, i was going to theme it around uh, i was going to theme it yeah. around neighbors a yeah. bit and have the characters sort of be concerned mm. that i was going to sort of have a complete meltdown and and in the end I, i'm quite bra- i'm quite brave about it. But, <laughs> but i managed to i managed to then sort of because the trouble is the audience for this particular thing is mainly in yes. america and i th- they won't be, they won't really know much about neighbors so i did have to turn it to sort of Shows, you know, getting the because there was a yeah. chat room. I had to get them to say talking about shows that they loved yeah. that had finished and and and, uh, and, and a few facts mm. and figures and and uh, but it was nice to be able to sort of theme it around neighbours and right. yet turn it so that it doesn't really matter that you don't know what neighbours is. You know about having a TV show that mm. you might have loved. Um, well, that's really. But, that's, I mean, that's so, that's yeah, very useful isn't. research because I was going to ask you precisely that. I mean, I, I know a lot of people <laughs> say that oh, it's only a TV show, this, that, or the other. But does it? Do you feel a genuine sense of loss when a show ends that you like? Does it feel like losing a friend of some kind? Because I know it isn't, because I know it's, you know, it's a TV show. But sometimes people do feel that there is this this hole in their lives where the, sh- you know, Dallas or whatever used to be. Or indeed, there are quite a lot of people who genuinely see the characters in TV shows as, well, almost part of the family. Certainly, as acquaintances or friends that they, you know interact with or share part of their life with and i know that might be a little bit psychologically weird but i know a lot a lot of people do feel that connection i think with neighbors i wish another Mm. soap had gone because neighbors had become it was a little bit of a fantasy in in the way that father brown Mm. if you watch father brown it it the 1950s weren't Mm. quite like that the father probably wouldn't have been as in Mm. all-inclusive and you know um 
that uh, Evansboro become a very yes. diverse place and uh, kind it, of it utopia feel a bit like almost. A, yeah. Yeah, it did feel a bit yeah. like a safe place. None of the main characters would have turned out to have been horrible homophobes mm. or racists or anything. You might have got somebody else who was a guest character who was mm. a really nasty, nasty villain, and that, that would be fine, but, but it, it, it wasn't mm. quite... It, 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 yeah. certain, they certain, would be taken down a peg or um, two for having those attitudes, which might not happen yeah, if it was in the street, say, around the corner from you or whatever. I, yeah, and I found it quite use- interesting because they had a few indigenous characters, and I I learned stuff about about their their mm. sort of cultures and stuff, and and I thought that I, I I enjoy. Whereas they have done that a little bit with some, some characters that come over yes. from New Zealand in mm. in Home and Away, but generally it's not no. that diverse. It's it's very it's very vanilla. Did did neighbours ever? address because i know australia had quite a lot of issues with uh migration in, in the same way that, that this country has had in recent years did they ever ever address mm. political matters on the show they did they did, mm. they did a bit and they did sort of ab- ab- about some of the sort of national days yeah. and why and why like australia day and things like that and why that might be an, seen as a negative yeah. thing by some members of the and, and, and how you need to be sensitive to that. And, so and, someone and, would be putting and, up all the know, bunting, so they, and somebody else would be taking offence at it, and that would be a discussion. That that sort of thing, actually. Yeah. Yeah, there would there would be that, or we'd be or at least we it would be explained, and and, and I, I learned things from for, for, mm. for watching that. So so yeah, I I, I do do sort of miss that that the, that's the soap that went. I, I also don't like the idea that soap, soaps are considered sort of. I know nobody, nobody has mm. the patience to stick with a long, long-term thing because I would much rather watch an ongoing mm. soap than than a four-part drama where by the end of it you're like, I still haven't worked. I still don't know who these people, what these people yeah. are called because it take it, it usually takes anybody a while to, to use anybody's name, <laughs> name and stuff you know, on things. Whereas at least if you watch, and I'm sure when I first started mm. watching Neighbours again and when I first started mm. watching Home and Away, it probably took me six months before I got half the names. Um, you you recognise yeah. everyone visually, and and, and um, it, it's um, you know if you need I need that I mm. need that some time. To I can remember time. very clearly the the ten or whatever it was years I squandered listening to the Archers because some people at work had a bit of an Archers club and I had never listened to it, so I started. And how long it mm. took me just to recognise because it was just oh. voices. How long it took me for me to yeah, yeah, work yeah. out that that was Peggy and that was whoever you know. Yeah, I had mm. the same problem. I had the same problem. Um, I, I probably listened for a, maybe a, a mm. couple of years, and, and, and though, although towards the end I was stacking mm. up episodes, and I yeah. just thought no. And I had real problems. Like there were like four or five elderly couples, or, or mm. late middle aged couples, and I, I just found it very difficult. I thought they yeah. all sounded very similar. All, all of the teenage characters sounded like yeah. an actor <laughs> acting like a teenager, <laughs> rather than being a teenager. whiny teenager. Uh, in a way, you wouldn't. I don't know why. It, it, I don't know why it's a, it, it, it wouldn't. Mm. felt like that on, on TV but it did seem like they were deliberately putting on no. a young voice sort of thing but they were probably about 32 or something. but Neighbours was notorious for recasting wasn't it I mean I know the Archers uh, recast yeah. I know that Archers Radio what are we talking about that for no but uh, but but Neighbours <laughs> yeah. uh, had some I mean I do remember specifically the, the Scott replacement from when I was yeah. young and foolish yeah. and and actually just thinking you know, still, it took me a while to realise it was supposed to be the same character. I thought it, it was some forgotten no, 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 brother in a cupboard the, somewhere. You know. Yeah, no, I have the same. I had the same thing because I'd never seen. I don't think I'd really ever seen a soap opera mm. until that that point. And I thought um, he was trying to pass ah, himself off. You thought it was that sort and, of. And, plot. and they were going to go. 
yeah, they were going to go, well, you're not Scott. But it took me a while to realise, oh, no, they've just recast it. Now, <laughs> Australian culture, by and large, I mean, when we think about... I mean, Australia seems to be, shall we say, more more accepting of some of the older telly that we now feel is a little bit ooh, a little bit dodgy. Australia seems... I mean, there are people who, who think that Australia is, is in some ways a little bit backward in that... No, backward's not the word. A little bit old-fashioned in terms of those sorts of attitudes, but equally, as you say, very progressive in others. And I was just wondering, yeah. is, is Neighbours the soap that didn't have a pub, or is that another one? Was that Brookside? That could have been Brookside. Well, no, they did have... They did have bars that linked to Lasseter's. But they didn't have a lot of lot of activity going on in a pub, particularly in terms of their plots. Because one of the things that gets me about when I watch old Australian stuff is how much of it involves around drinking culture and bars. And I just wondered if the modern view of Australia is very different now because you know in something like Neighbours than than it might have been in previous series set in in Australia. Yeah, they did have a sort of, more like a restaurant, dining right. bar type place on, on in, in Neighbours. Uh, they also had mm. Harold's Cafe. So they had sort of two sets that were sort of food drinking type places. How much of um, your life takes place in anywhere other than, you know, your home or, you know, you, know, uh, you might go to a pizzeria once in a blue moon. But I mean, you know, it's, I just think most of my life seems to involve screens and phone lines these days personally, but that's... Uh, you know, yeah, these uh, but I don't imagine that would make for a very interesting drama. I did want to tell you, I I had a, a neighbour's moment recently. Uh, uh-huh. I was watching a, a 1960s film called uh, "They're a Weird Mob," which was it's the last film in the Powell and Pressburger set that uh, Sandy lent me, and the barmaid standing between again in a bar between two blokes drinking beer is is Anne Haddy, and I thought I, I know her. That's that's uh, that, that, that's that's you... Helen Daniels to be and okay. i just i just had this incredible neighbor's flashback and i sort of leaping on the uh, the phone to sort of confirm it was her because obviously sometimes with actors you don't see them young you know you see them at the age they were when they were making yeah. the thing you watched and it's always fascinating to see people that in different part of their life i don't think it's a speaking role apart from here's your beer mate or whatever it was but you know it, it's it's too stands between these two actors having this big scene i just thought ah that's a neighbor's moment for you yeah well so many of the actors in neighbors were i mean big stars in australian television that we never saw weren't they i mean that's that's the i mean do you say i think you've talked to me in the past about quite a few of them had been in other soaps you watched. yeah yeah well i was thinking there's a there's an actress called cornelia Mm. francis who's now sadly passed on um, she was mm. a young doctor. She was like the really stern sister, and she was, um, she, she she was mm. Alf's sister in Home and Away, and she was Barbara mm. in Sons and Daughters, and and, and also when they brought um, what was that the show, show that Anne Robinson did the quiz show, um, the Weakest Link. Weakest Link. She she was the ah, Australian okay. version of Anne Robinson, but I, I I think that well probably a mixture of her ginger hair. Uh, and and her stern manner, she was almost a spitting image for for Anne Anne, mm. Anne Robinson. Um, but um, I, like you said about Anne Haddy turning up in in the film, I remember watching um, Peeping mm. Tom from nineteen sixty, and um, that's directed by Michael indeed, Powell. And Cornelia Francis plays girl in sports car wow, leaving studio, and she's not credited, but it must have been enough of a, a close up that recognized I her, that yeah. I th- that I th- I recognised her because she was. Well, that's part of our um, th- thing, isn't it? I mean. 
I, I just wonder whether <laughs> a, a few of the people I engage with in terms of this world of certainly old or classic television, we all seem to have this group of actors that we recognise, you know, particular actors who turn up in like, you know, Nigel Davenport or whoever, who turn up in all these different shows in different one-off roles and everything like that. And I often wonder whether there were equivalents in, in Australia sort of joining the dots between when a new show like Neighbours started, saying, oh, that's that person from... And, and the same kind of network of the same you know, size group of actors existed down there. Yeah. Yeah, I... I um... I mean, that's one of the one of the things I I mm. do like about Australian soaps, but I find quite annoying about TV mm. these days. I, I don't want to see I don't want to see half these people. I didn't like them to mm. start with. I not I didn't like them when they were in the show they were famous for, and now I I don't want to see them in mm. a thriller either. And, or 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 in the new a new comic. You know, the, it feels like there is quite a small pool mm. of actors that get used, even though there needn't be a, such a we, you know, it's like they've the BBC ITV have mm. invested in so and so because they were big on yeah. a soap that twenty years ago. So we have to put up with them mm. things. Um, Are you basically saying uh, about Nick Berry? Uh, <laughs> I haven't no, seen him for a while, but um, no, but some, some of the I don't know uh, mm. some of the vehicles they give. There, there was there's a there's there was an Australian show made by some of the people mm. who make Neighbours and uh, two, two of the main cast were played by an actor who'd mm. been in Neighbours and another one who happened to I wonder if this was done just before mm. she came into Neighbours and she was really good but the star of the vehicle was was I think Charlie mm. Brooks who was Janine or I think she was Janine right. Stenders and, and, and I, I don't know if she'd been cast because she was the, more of a star mm. than the other two but I, I say she struggled to, to be as mm. good as the other two. So, um, I, but none of the characters, none of the characters mm. were particularly likable. And, and I was like, oh dear, why wasting? Why are you wasting your money on, on dragging somebody? You know, we don't need. It's like sometimes when they do shows and they cast like you get shows. Well, there has to be like, like mm. say Thriller. There was always an American yes. character because it had. It was always a, Bruce Boer. Uh, um, <laughs> Yeah, there was always, so, always somebody. Sometimes that yeah. was good because, you know, there's the odd episode of Thriller where you've got Captain yeah. Lee Scott from Dark yeah. Shadows turns up this week, or, or, or um, you know, uh, somebody, somebody you quite, mm. you're quite glad to see. But uh, uh, this seems a bit like the, mm. the opposite of that. They had to cast an English actress because the other two actors were mm. Australian. I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind. You don't have to bring them over. <laughs> we, 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 I go to watch Australian shows to escape from all, all the UK actors. <laughs> Because uh, mostly, I prefer yeah. the. I think the Australians are much better. Um, but uh, do, do you think you'll get over at the end of Neighbours? Then do you think it's it's something? I I'm just wondering because I I was really wondering to sort of open this out a bit whether there were any other shows that ended that you've never quite got over. I mean, I'm I'm still a bit traumatized by the ending of Blake Seven even now. I mean, that's what <laughs> 40, yeah. 41 years now, is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I've been involved in two amateur continuations ah. as well, um, uh, back, back in the nineties, which was very low budget. But well, low, low budget was part um, of the so, uh, part of its charm, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, this was this made make, make seven look like Star Wars. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I had I had to wear leather, but we only had bin bags. So. Ah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think. I think I, 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 it's a bit like my experience with Sons mm. and Daughters, where I'd seen the beginning and I'd seen mm. the end, and now I'm finally, after thirty something years, mm. seeing the middle years. 
I, I would love if there was a channel where I could just nip yeah. in and, and, and say, oh, right, they're showing Neighbours from 1994 mm. to, to the 2010. 50, you know, 15 years of episodes that I definitely never saw. I quite like to settle down and, and, and catch up because I know that for sure there's some really good plot lines during mm. that period. I mean, I'm assuming that uh, things like um, Britbox and what have you, they don't have, or, or whatever the equivalent is, or, or uh, My Five, they don't have... A thousand episodes of Neighbours. No. But, no. But yeah, do you but, think they uh, might? So, I mean, somebody might have. Some, some, I don't know how easy it is for clearance, mm. but uh, but I guess mm. you know, that's. I'm sure there's a demand out there. Well, there's. I mean, the problem I've always found recently is that the channels that do that don't seem to last very long, or they change their identity, or they become something else. I mean, quite a lot of people were enjoying watching stuff on was it Forces TV. You know, was, they were they were showing the kind of stuff that people that I know like, and and then that yeah. sort of had the plug pulled on it. So so it's so not not only are we now mourning the loss of shows, we're now mourning the loss of the way to watch those shows. It is becoming more difficult, isn't it? I mean, unless you, like yourself, have a room which has got all the episodes of Neighbours on tape since the year dot. I know that you haven't. But uh, if you if you had a room with all those in, you'd be quite happy with that. But it's actually yeah. that most people don't have that kind of access. Therefore, shows themselves start to disappear, don't they? I don't think the people who make these shows or people who run mm. these channels, that they, they don't realise how tenuous their viewership mm. are. Like people have come to their channel to watch a particular mm. show, and if that mm. show goes, they're not going to stick around to see no. the replacement necessarily. They they've come to see that, and then if that's mm. gone, there's other plenty of other things that they want to watch. Do you think else. you're um, an unusual? I mean, or the likes of us are an unusual. The fact that we actually miss something, whereas most people, or quite a lot of people, just whatever's served up, they'll they'll have it. You know, I mean, you would seek out an old show and try and find some way of watching it in a way that maybe someone goes, well, it's not on anymore, what else is on? Do you think that's unusual? Yeah, I also sort of think there's probably a lot of people who just have the mm. TV on in the background still, which I kind of didn't realise mm. until happened. I thought people had enough other things mm. going on, whether it be looking at their phones well, or... I, I don't know, I mean, because characters, I mean, that's I mean that's always been the cornerstone, particularly of soaps, but you know, of a show, even like, like I say, uh, Blake Seven. I mean, any show has got to have characters that the public engage with it's it's a very strange show where you can actually just have it as wallpaper and not really care whether it's there or not i mean that was you know that was the test card and let's face it some of us got quite quite fond of that clown you know it's we have all, all sorts of adventures <laughs> but uh, I, I, I just wonder I mean, you know whether it's unusual now to actually care about a program yeah i mean because I know, like, Peaky Blinders has huge fan. I mean, people talk about it online. This is the thing. You go on Twitter and people will talk about... I mean, every single show has a community. But the broader television yeah. public don't seem... That's if, if a show that they were watching last year doesn't come back this year, they don't tend to notice. Yeah. Um, so some of the shows I wish had continued mm. were sort of uh, things that are sort of either finished before mm. I was born or I was too young. I mean... I, th I, th I think um, I would have liked to see more more mm. Avengers with mm. Tara or with you know going into yeah. the seventies. Well, you've got what a hundred and something uh, episodes of the Avengers, about one hundred and seventy or something like that. There's, you know, but but, yeah, but, but then you think, oh yeah, I've I've seen all them. I've seen all them twice. I'd quite like to see some more. <laughs> well, I, I like and I like I like uh, I like 
how it becomes, you know, mm. it goes on, it becomes more mm. and more 60s. And, and I'd quite like to have seen it how it was in the early 70s. Oh, steed in flares. Ooh, also, I don't know. <laughs> I would, I, I, or a caftan. I would quite, you know, I was quite happy if they yeah. had kept it going and then just got around to rebooting it mm. for New Avengers. Um, but, uh, you know, again, New Avengers, could, I can mm. have some more episodes of Well, that. that's the weird one, isn't I it? Because it was... I, I, it's funny, I, I was uh, looking up a show uh, a couple of days ago called Red Cap, and Red Cap had two series of 13, and then I, I noticed it was it was made again, or a different version of a series called Red Cap was made in the early 2000s. That ran for two seasons, but there were only 12 of them, or 13 of them. And it's kind of like, so, so that basically only ran as long as one season of the old one. But uh, again, I don't imagine that people who watched those two years of that have ever actually noticed that they haven't had another series in the last 17 years. It is kind of weird <laughs> because I, I, I know there is love out there for, for shows like um, Strange, which only had six episodes. And, and yeah. uh, you know, Sp- I know Spooks ran for a long time and Hustle ran for a long time. And people, what's the, uh, I can never remember the name of it, uh, New Tricks. New Tricks ran for 12 years oh. and still some people would, quite happily have more of that it, it is weird isn't it we get used to something and we like the familiarity of it sometimes sometimes people go on oh this is the same or this is past its best or whatever but sometimes that's precisely what you want you want more of that please we're going mm. back to the new avengers um the professionals just seems like a very straight boring mm. replacement for the new mm. avengers or the, the you know the thing Purdy and Gambit and Steve were much more interesting. Yeah, it was quirky, wasn't it? Bodie and Doyle. New Avengers. Yeah, it was that little bit more. It was more serious than mm. some of the later Avengers, but it was, it was more quirky and, and and I think could go more places. Where, whereas I find I've I tried to I've tried to watch the professionals and I, I it's just too much spies. And, Lots of and, macho and shouting. Just, I think there's an awful lot of macho shouting. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. it's like it's taken everything mm. that I loved about the New Avengers and it's got the yeah. same writers, probably the same directors and. And yet it's like, no, sorry, it just does nothing. It leaves me totally Well, they cold. probably felt they wanted to do something a bit more grown up. And, and, and actually what you were quite enjoying was the quirkiness. I mean, I, 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 yeah. recently I watched a few episodes of Starsky and Hutch, and Starsky and Hutch is basically the professionals when all said and done. It, it's, it's the same template. Whereas... I don't know. I liked the new. I liked the new Avengers from day one. I don't know whether I was all. I mean, I would have been about fourteen, twelve, fourteen when the the, the new Avengers started. I mean, that's the weird thing, isn't it? The new Avengers is now what fifty years old, or forty five, fifty yeah. years old. So, and there hasn't been yeah. a new New Avengers. You know, and you can't. You kind of think, can we still call it new? It's it's. It, 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 but <laughs> I I remember being thrilled by it, but also I already at that age knew that it was there was this there had been this other show eons ago, a whole seven years earlier. You know, which when you're twelve, just it, it's just ancient history. But the New Avengers came along, and I loved it. I absolutely loved it, and I know the only real reason it stopped was that they couldn't get funding for that, but they could get funding mm. to make the professionals because that was a different kind of show and yeah. they could sell it. And I don't know, because I even like the Canadian episodes. I, I, I like the French episodes, but I yeah. like those four <laughs> Canadian episodes, which I know a lot of people, that was like desperately yeah. scrubbing around so they could make four more to get 13 out. There's that one, one in the tower block and then there's Complex, the one with the yeah. handprint on yeah. the ebony. I always I quite like that. I, it, that, you see, feels quirky. Yeah. The, I think what people 
oh, again, you can't say what other people think, but what a lot of the feedback I've read is that because they're just Canadian actors, and again, when when we talk about Australian actors, if they'd made a series of the New Avengers, but they'd had to film it in Australia, the pool of actors they'd have been using would have been the pool of actors that we now know and love from yeah. Neighbours and Sons and Daughters and you know, yeah. Young Doctors and all those those shows. I mean, didn't so one of the Young Doctors actors come over here and make an action series? Yes, yeah, I think, I think so. So it, it, all, it all sort of connects, but I just think that people don't like those four Canadian New Avengers episodes purely because they're full of, they aren't full of, you know, actors like Nigel Davenport <laughs> that we were talking about earlier. Yes. You know, they're full of probably very familiar on Canadian television actors, but not actors that... That the Avengers people are used to seeing. But um, I think um, Joanna, the, 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 the two mm. things I love Joanna Lumley for are both things where she's acting completely straight, even if she has a, a witty line, like so New Avengers mm. and Sapphire and Steel. I, I, I like. I think she's really good at that sort of that, that sort of mm. thing. Sapphire um, and Steel ended doesn't... though, didn't it? Be- that was the changeover of franchises, which again, that's what yeah. seems to have. Yeah. You know, a lot of the shows that people liked they just seemed a new regime would take over and or a new company would take over and they would just throw everything away that the previous i mean that was for something like words of gummage as well wasn't it they sudden disappears and and you can't get new episodes made so they go off and make them in new zealand with new zealand actors yeah i was reading a book about tafar's deal and it doesn't seem to have been very well regarded by the Mm. media even though I think the few people I knew at that age, um, and what people slightly mm. older than me, were really intrigued by it and like enjoyed it. Well, again, I, I think there was a there was a, a certainly a media snobbery about science fiction or the fantasy television generally, and and to be fair, parts of Sapphire and Steel can look a little bit cheap, you know, when you're used to. At that time, you would have been getting the the lavish shows, and it looked to all intents and purposes, like a videotaped series made in the studio. And for some reason, when Star Wars is on in the cinema or whatever, people tended to be a bit frowny about that. You know, Doctor Who at the same time got the same kind of criticism. But Sapphire and Steel is far cleverer than that, and it's far better written than that. And it it engages you. But I think an awful lot of TV critics don't like being made to think, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And they are very thoughtful and, and, series. I think um, there's a, a, another show that, again, was finished before mm. I was born, I'm sure we've mentioned before, Ace of Wands. Ah, yes, it, felt of like they, it felt like they stopped making that because, they, you know, it was we've a had another series, idea. Yeah, it wasn't a child mm. to be seen. Well, I, I feel like they, they were like, well, this is a children's show and there's not a child to be mm. seen. The youngest characters are well into their 20s mm. or 30s. Um, that wouldn't have bothered me. In fact... Uh, watching shows with ch- with children, unless it was mm. Grange Hill, um, was, was usually a bit of a turn off for me. I didn't really want to be what uh, you know. You have to spend enough. You have to spend your your school day with. Well, it's with a peculiar that argument, you, isn't you know, it? Because <laughs> Doctor Who didn't ever have a you know a young child. Apart from in the movies, it didn't have a young child as a companion. They were always you know grown grown ups, adults. Yeah. You know? So, so, and the children still loved it. You know, we we all thought Joe Grant was wonderful, and you know, Sarah Jane was wonderful. You know, and we were not contemporaries of of that those characters by any means. So, I don't. I I mean, I suppose the youngest 
travelling companions generally in Doctor Who were were with Troughton, weren't they? Really, that in terms of what they were supposed to be, certainly as opposed to necessarily the actors. I mean, Adric was yes. supposed to be a teenager, but he 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 was still older mm. than I was at the time, so I didn't think yeah. of him as. A, well, again, notoriously, you know, when they have put teen or child actors characters into things like Battlestar Galactica or Star Trek, the next generation they they haven't necessarily been the favourite characters of the young viewers have they? So, so it's, it's a kind yeah, of old I argument. Mean, I think um, maybe maybe a slight exception, although I'm sure he could be annoying, would be mm. Will Robinson in Lost in Space, because he was often proved to be the more sensible mm. one out of him and Dr Smith, um, and, and he, Dr Smith Well maybe we like that, yeah. Yeah, maybe that was the thing we like I mean, some shows it's quite nice to see the adults having their pomposity pricked by smarter kids, yeah. you know. But it's it's yeah, like you say, the exception really. I was wondering, funnily enough, because we've just uh, mentioned Whistle Gummidge Down Under. I often wondered, it, would would it see because of the nature of the show, you couldn't really tear the entire cast from Neighbours and and do a spin-off set in London, could you? It just wouldn't work in the <laughs> same way. Is there? Do you think there are? characters within the Neighbours setup that could work as spin-offs? Do you think spin-offs might be somewhere down the line a way they might go? Well, Imagine yeah, Harold in, have, in um, Stockport or something. <laughs> well, they, well, I know they, they have, did um, uh, play Panto in Stockport, so, so they have got, you know, they've got history. They, <laughs> they did have a character, I mean, they often had characters coming over to London hmm. for some reason or another. Or, or like maybe Was it actual London? A, a chart, yeah, yeah. The most recent time was, I think it was recorded last October, although it was screened a lot more recently. Um, I think uh, the character who was played by Gemma Donovan, who is Jason Donovan's mm. daughter, Harlow was her character, and she, she, I, I don't know if she was coming over mm. to see her father to take some leave, but <laughs> well, they perhaps thought, can oh, you take well, a camera with you and just film a few scenes? A camera as well, <laughs> and um, they had a plot. They had a plot line. That where her mother was right. in a cult, her mother was played by Denise Van Outen. Um, not not uh, rather over the top, Lee, and she got blown up in a so car. I, I, so it was okay. okay. Um, but anyway, Bahano was visiting her aunt, who was played by I think Amanda Holden. Right. And um, uh, and, and it turned out that her aunt was somehow involved mm. in the cult as well. And anyway, so they they came over here, and uh, she's walking down the. The, the bankman, yes, and uh, looking a bit sad, and this, this stranger comes up to her and says, "Oh, you look a bit sad," and um, it was played by Sophie Ellis Baxter. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of Sophie Ellis Baxter's uh, okay. music, so I was really, really pleased. She, she did a very good job. She was, I don't, I, I get the feeling she was playing herself mm. rather than they never said what her name no. was because it was such a little cameo, but she sort of indicated that she know she knew what. Yeah. Um, having lots of kids are, and I thought, well, Sophie Ellis-Bexter's mm-hmm. got lots of kids, so I think she was just supposed to be Sophie Ellis-Bexter out for a right. day and bumped into Harlow, but it was a, it was a rather nice cut. Well, I mean, as everybody who doesn't live in this country knows, that you can't basically go for a walk for more than 100 yards without running into <laughs> some celebrity or other. I mean, we all do it all the time, don't we? Well, considering how many how many kids Sophie Ellis-Bexter has, if you were feeling a bit down <laughs> and, and, and needed a, a, a motherly figure to... Um, to 
to, to give you some, I, mean, I thought she'd be a pretty good wow. good one particularly with uh, you know uh, Janet Ellis uh, yeah. as her mother as well and so she you know you, you've got blue Peter jeans you've got uh, uh, it, it's uh, I just uh, had visions you say I had visions of them trying to recreate London in a, in a corner of Sydney uh, or something you know like like a lot of other series have done you know like Jessica Fletcher pretending to be yeah, oh yeah or, or in Ireland or wherever and it, I just had this vision that, that they'd do a, a cutaway to a London bus but it was actually yeah. basically some some corner of Sydney that yeah they did that, that with them they, they made somebody made some of Stephen King's short stories and there's one called Crouch End right. and uh, I think it was made in Canada the right. actual um, the, and yeah you saw a well cafe Vancouver scene. can be anywhere can't it That's yeah well except you, you yeah you saw a, a, a London bus going past while mm. they were in a cafe and then, but then when he got to Crouch End, it was like some little village, right. like not 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 as, you know, you know, Crouch End doesn't have fields around it. It's, everything is attached to another part of London. It's when you get to that part of London, there is no sort of, um, you know, it's, there is no green belt around Crouch End. So they they hadn't done the research. <laughs> you were a bit of a super fan. Paul, you know, you were you were known for being a bit of a super fan. I mean, did neighbours <laughs> never ring you up and say, "Oh, can you just walk around London with your video camera and, and, and <laughs> film us a few cameos?" Oh, uh, sure. it? You mentioned uh, on one of the previous shows having been given a video camera. Yeah. Was, was, was did you actually ask for that, or was it was it something? Because it seems uh, to have yeah, changed I, your life in 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 many ways. Yeah, I definitely asked for it because I think right. I was offered a part offered a party or. Or a video camera. Mm. Or, I mean, or maybe I'd said I'd like a video camera. They said, mm. "Well, you can't have a party, but you can have one or two, mm. right. like video camera, please." <laughs> so wh- when when was it? I mean, was it one of these big dobbing over the shoulder jobs, or or, or, or uh, were you in the compact uh, era? Or because now everybody has one in their phone. Don't they, so you know, you can, yeah, you can sort of wear a coat and it be sort of round your neck, and, and, right. no, and nobody would know, know you had had it underneath. Right. The coat sort of thing. Right? So you weren't sort of coming. So, so like I say, I mean, this could have worked. If they'd said that these characters were actually in London, you could have filmed them scenes for Neighbours. If, if they'd asked. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's been... Uh, oh, well, never know. In an upset another dimension, that's why. <laughs> right. Um, so do you think that... You, can you see a potential spin-off? Could you could you take any of the characters and say, oh, you know, I mean, I mean, I presume Guy Pearce wouldn't want to do another a whole series based around their two characters. I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, but he has been do, doing a TV series or had been doing mm. a, a, in America. So, mm. but uh, I don't know. They're kind of you could see how they could have, you know, Carl and Susan mm. going somewhere, or um, it's just. It, it, it uh, well, it was, the there was this tread, there was this strange thing, wasn't there, with Brookside, where was it Damon and Debbie had a bit of a late night spin off for a week or something. It, it never seems to be the basis, I mean, unless it's Frasier, it never seems to be the basis of a of a, a long running series to to take two characters and put them. I just wondered whether sticking two of the neighbours in Grouch End, for example, you know, would actually work. You, I mean, you could. I mean, they did do. They did video only releases like that for mm. Coronation Street for a while. Yes, true. Where they had they had specials that were mm. were not screened on TV, mm. but I mean mostly the it was an excuse to have a character from the like to have Bette Lynch come back mm. or, or or somebody to come back for a one off mm. appearance. Um, and and I guess, I guess you you could do that, but it's mm. not 
not really what. Uh, Mm. I suppose I'm 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 just still trying to sort of breathe life into the old corpse of of, um, uh, yeah, of yeah, neighbours. I, mean, I, I I just I wondered just, if if there were things being bounded around as possible ways to. I think to it's a keep. bit too. So I mean they. I mean I think the the main producer and, and a number of people from behind the scenes on neighbours have been commissioned by mm. Channel Five to do other things um, like four part. Right, um, thriller type things, but uh, well, I just think of in America where they had Law and Order and the, and the CSI, and each one had a franchise. So you know, you feel that that sort of <laughs> Neighbors Miami or something might might, <laughs> or, think, or Neighbors San Francisco might actually sort of be a. <laughs> I think if they did, I think if they did bring it back, it would be better to have it as like like with the four part, yeah, fifty minute. Um, you know, at least oh, like those those Walton's reunions that we used to sit through, Walton's uh, Christmas and things. Yeah. <laughs> I, to, to do it, because to, like the four part thrillers they they've been doing uh, have at least have cliffhangers at the end of the episodes, mm. and I think um, I think there's a bit of a it's a bit like you know, bringing Doctor Who back mm. and forgetting that the, the cliffhangers were a really large part of Doctor Who, and I don't think a lot of I don't think I think that was one thing that was overlooked uh, i think you know they could have still done 50 minute episodes mm. but perhaps at least in the, in the same way going back to lost in space mm. lost in space used to end the episode would end and there would be then there would be a cliffhanger be like you quantum leap minutes, did, didn't you get yeah, quantum leap yeah exactly i think doctor who would have at least have benefited from for, for, for a bit more of that five minutes of the next show something. at the end yeah. of this week or something be- yeah. because because it's although it, it's be difficult to watch about of order, etc., etc. But it's such a big part of the mm. of, of of the show. And, and uh, well, I was thinking again. I mean, the thing about neighbours, to a lesser or greater extent, is that it's uh, the Australianness. Is, I mean, Australia itself is part of the reason it works. I mean, and then I was thinking from what you were saying, Doctor Who works probably because it's British, and that when they did that revival that was filmed in Vancouver but set in San Francisco it felt different didn't it and yeah I mean I know that they they do try and make the series international I know they're filmed in Spain and I know they're filmed all over the place but actually it's there is still something about I mean as the old cliche would have it you know the yeti on a loo in tooting beck it does feel very home counties home counties feels right for that show in the same way that neighbors feels right in in Erinsborough but um but also you know why the new avengers in canada it was fine but it felt weird and, and also there's always things that you think you're making the show about something mm. and, and yet um you know they think they're making the show about this new doctor mm. and what's the bit that half the fans probably was the best moment of it was t- the five minutes with Sylvester McCoy. Um, um, it c- yeah. certainly was for me. And, mm. and, and, and uh, you know, like that, the most recent episode of, of, of current Doctor Who, mm. you know, a whole episode with the sea devils, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And then they, they show the trailer for the next episode mm. and everyone's like, Oh my goodness, Ace and Tegan's in the next episode. <laughs> and, then, and the whole, the whole of the sea devils episode is mm. kind of, it's kind of, Redundant. Uh, yeah, that was great. Yeah. That was great. But yeah. wow, Tegan and Ace is back. You should never underestimate the power of nostalgia, even if uh, it's nostalgia that you don't share. I mean, there, there were children who presumably never seen Tegan or Ace in action who were just yeah. as excited by that. 
yeah. you know uh, I, I I do think it, it is interesting sometimes how the thing the essential somethingness of a show is is very difficult to put your finger on but when it's not there you feel like it's missing because uh, a, a show like Coronation Street if they decided to continue Coronation Street but knock down that row of terraced houses would it still feel like it was the same show if if the developers came in and flattened coronation street could you still call it coronation street even if it had the same character ironically it's not it's not filmed in the same place it was no no it's the third time it's the third different yeah. yeah they keep rebuilding uh, it yeah i think the, it, yeah. I, I, what i love about the 60s coronation street is the houses are only two-thirds of the size it's just yeah. fabulous yeah. You know, it's just lovely stuff it, it's it's the diagonal cobbles that give it away by the way if, if anybody's interested, I, I uh, saw some video on Twitter. I don't even know mm. what came from, where, where some you know, these sort of people who like to kind of get into buildings mm. that are um, you know where, where you're not really supposed to go. And some somebody mm. got onto the set of and made a video of, mm. of the Coronation Street set mm. as as it sits mm. festering away. Mm. I don't know which version it is. Probably the eighties version. Yeah, the, the, um, the, and, gr- and the Granada Studios tour yeah, version. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was sitting there all overgrown, and, and, and you know, even though people probably shouldn't have been there, it was very interesting videos so I did watch. Well, I mean, it is. It was, it was quite a substantial build, so it was, it's not yeah. going to fall down unless they actually, you know, genuinely do flatten yeah. it. And you do kind of feel that people sometimes feel that there is a, a potential for these things to, to make a comeback. Yeah. So, um, do you think, I mean, it's interesting to me that Neighbours ran 37 years and still eventually managed to get the plug pull do you feel do you feel any other sh- soaps are on borrowed time do you think eastenders is maybe well, there, has been, to there has been some talk about about them like selling selling the the the, the, land, the, the right? set the land but then hiring it back off them so that they mm. and, and but some people have said that's that's a sort of makes it easier for them to kind of wind it down yeah. but i mean do, do you think do you think Coronation Street is now indestructible? You think it's it you you couldn't possibly pull the plug on Coronation Street in the same way? I mean, what I'm th- what I'm really asking you is, it's thirty. I mean, it's thirty-seven years. You would think you were fairly untouchable, you know. But do you think sixty-plus years you're definitely untouchable? I don't know. Because, what would people I mean, would people it, lament it if if someone took it away as part of the schedule? I mean, I know we're talking now. I mean, people are saying that linear television is past and no one would watch it and in the future nobody will want to watch it but you do feel that the these corners it's like taking away news at 10 isn't it it's it's too much in the heartbeat of people's lives i would think who, who watch but it. but um if they if neighbors got uh, when it got its four million recently mm. it's getting more than eastenders gets mm. So how one of the ratings three standards these days three million mm. something yeah. um, best, it does yeah. make you does make you what wonder if how much longer mm. it can continue and mm. and I would I don't suppose um, that Coronation Street gets a lot more. Um, well, do you think that's? I mean, I suppose this is what I mean. You know, as we wind down the hour, do you, do you think maybe should any show be unassailable? Should a show be allowed to finally stop, no matter what it is? I think if it gets to that point, I'll have, it, it, mm. if the ratings keep going down, I'll just have to, mm. to, to, to stop. Um, well, I know that people say you don't know what you've got till it's gone, but I, I just, I, I mean, just, I mean, there's probably a certain amount of that going on with Neighbours, isn't there? You know, it, it will people in about six months go, oh, I used to really like that show. Well, or, why isn't it coming back? Why haven't they made any more of them? You know, I, yeah. I just wonder whether something, I mean, because 
yeah, fools and horses had to finish, didn't it? I mean, long-running shows to end, even you know, in its original run, Doctor Who had to finally sort of disappear off into the sunset for a few years. Mm. Do you feel that there's any show that is completely invulnerable to that, or do you think they all... Because I mean, even... Uh, I mean, Crossroads ran a long time, didn't it? And was yeah. finally allowed to let go. I think... Um, something like Doctor Who... It has the potential of being re- rebooted mm. and changed a lot yeah. more easier than a soap opera does. So I think Doctor Who's probably got... Well, it's got form, hasn't it? Because it existed in other formats in those in the wilderness years. It sort of survived and staggered along as... Well, not staggered along, it sort of went uh, glorious along in, in book form and in, you know, fan videos. Maybe, maybe, soap, maybe soaps will sort of... will take the sort of dynasty dallas um mm. model maybe not 24 episodes a year but maybe there'll be seasonal mm. things because people just don't want to watch five days a week or uh for a whole all the way around the year but they might watch once a week mm. for, for 10 15 20 episodes um but Holby had the plug yeah. pull, didn't it? Holby City had the plug pull, but it doesn't. Isn't isn't Casualty still staggering on as far as? Yeah, Casualty still is. But I think I saw some some comment on Twitter where somebody said, "I can't believe that they pulled the plug on Holby and let EastEnders continue." Mm. So, mm. so I don't know that. And this is what I was going to say. You know, there, well, there was a lot of press about neighbours finishing, and people. Mm. Some people seem to think that the glory years were the mm. Kylie and Jason years, but mm. I. I I think that's just the most popular time. I don't think that's necessarily yeah. the glory. Well, that's possibly the one uh, when most of the people who talk about it or, or know anything about it were watching it, to be fair. But, but it's um, a bit ignorant to presume that that was the best, that was when it was in its yeah. best just because it was popular. Because, well, is it? Well, um, uh, yeah, popular and good and, and not necessarily the same thing. They never have been, you know. But, I mean, we've, we, uh, you know, I remember shows like Zed Cars finishing, you know, Dixon and Doc Green. I mean, Dixon and Doc Green had been on there for 21 years when it, that had the plug pulled. Zed cars have been on about 15 years. You know, the bill, how many donkey's years was the bill on? You know, these shows do eventually just... Do they fade away or do they... I mean, I, I, think, I, I often wonder... For some of these shows, I don't remember there being a final one. I just remember them sort of stopping. Yeah, well, uh, I think police shows probably just do fizzle out because they have... Mm. The format can't bend that much, whereas mm. a soap opera... Mm. Um, you can start bringing in more psychopaths and mm. weird <laughs> and, 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 and way out plot lines, and mm. yeah, it might jump the shark. But but that's sometimes where mm. people start. There was a certain fans who like that more, you know. Uh, they, they, and that would definitely be the case with mm-hmm. for me with neighbours. The the, the the weirder it got, the better I liked it. And, mm. and it wasn't that weird during the Kylie and Jason time. Mm. Pretty straight sort of soap. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, there was some 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 sort of exceptions, and, uh, mm. but uh, you know, I think some, some shows just fizzle because mm. their formats don't allow them to. And you to don't reboot. don't feel that uh, there's any any shame in actually feeling a sense of loss when one of your favourites goes like that. You don't you don't feel. I mean, I, I, it is funny because I mean, I know recently we've had quite a lot of significant losses in terms of actors and performers and what have you that that people felt a, an affinity for you know and it, they seem to have been quite a few of them in the last few weeks and 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 some people think it's silly that you you respond to, you never met them you didn't really know them but but they were still a part of your life and and there are actors like uh, David Warner uh, Bernard Cribbins Robert Huffman who was in Robinson Crusoe you know um 
and Michelle Nichols from from Star Trek that that people genuinely felt upset about and people say well don't be ridiculous you don't know them you know but is is it the character we mourn is it the actor we mourn is it do you feel it could that just be, you know, it could be your, the, the uh just the escape i mean I, you know i've had health issues in the last few years mm. i can't go as far i can't do mm. as much as i used to be able to do mm. and, and um so so you probably do you know get attached to, to mm. things you can enjoy uh, the, the, oh yeah uh, absolutely i mean a uh, lot and, of people and, you know they're they're unemployed or stuck in the home i mean again over the, the lockdown years people got very attached to shows because they were their lifeline weren't they i mean there's an awful lot of binge watching went on so so when those shows are taken away people do feel that they formed a bond with a show or whatever and so they do feel a sense of loss i i, I think it's the same I, I know it's different when it's an actual genuine real person that's gone than, than something that is just a, a telly show but you know sometimes it isn't just a telly show it's what it represents in your life isn't it yeah no no, no shame in it so, absolutely sometimes the, the characters on the TV well, screen are more interesting than the, the characters you meet down uh, the chippy absolutely yeah, exactly. right <laughs> well here we are i i'm hoping they haven't pulled the plug on us yet so uh we, we'll <laughs> we've gone on for several episodes now and uh, hopefully we'll be around for several more so um yeah. thank you very much for joining me today paul and and rattling through i'm not sure what what that really was but we certainly talked about <laughs> neighbors a lot so that was nice so uh yeah. very nice to talk to you uh, you take care and we'll see you again soon yeah yeah speak to you again soon bye-bye many thanks to paul chandler the shy yeti and host of the shy life podcast for joining me to give some thought to the subject of endings today Happily, both his own show and Vision on Sound aren't planning on fizzling out for quite a while yet. But, of course, in this game you never really know, do you? Anyway, that's the end of another Vision on Sound for this week, so with thanks to all at Fab Radio International, including Steve Subban for the music, and thanks to all of you, whoever and wherever you are, for listening. As ever, I have been Martin, and this has been Vision on Sound. Goodbye for now, and take care. <laughs>